welcome to episode 113 of Cowboys Drive for Free, the podcast. My name is Joel Penfield. I know you probably haven't heard from me in a while. Yes, I do still exist. And I'm joined by my host, Philip Prokos, Philip Slavin. How's it going, man? It's been a little while. I'm doing all right. How you doing, JP? I'm doing well. You know, it's it feels good. I'm a week removed from being done with college, and it's still it's kind of setting in. It you know, if now it took a little bit for it to because you know four years flew by really quick, but it uh, feels good to be done. And now on to the next chapter. Congratulations, that is awesome, and congrats to all the OSU grads, everybody who graduated college. Uh, it's a big achievement. Uh, just a word of advice: here in a few years, you're going to be like, man, I really wish college, and you're going to want to like go back and take classes again. Uh, don't. I, I'm Unless never you go to grad school. Don't. Yeah, I, I will miss college in general, and kind of it just the you know everything about OSU. I will not miss the academic side one bit. Um, I'm glad that that is done at least for a few years until once I decide to go back and get a master's. But for now, it feels good to be done with the academics for a little while. Yeah, like eventually you get into the working world, and then you have if you take classes again, you're like, wait a minute, why am I paying to do work? I'm <laughs> supposed to be paid to do work. I'm done. Thank you though. Right. And it's kind of it's going to be interesting though because uh, I love Stillwater so much. I'm actually not leaving, so that's also going to be the interesting side of things. Hey man, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a no. neat town. If you if you enjoy Stillwater, that's a nice place to just sh- set up shop for a while. For sure, it's going to be nice. My fiance's uh, actually soon to be wife here in 25 days. Uh, she got a job as an elementary music teacher in town, and with my scouting gig, I'm able to kind of go back and forth between Tulsa and Oklahoma City. So Stillwater's a good spot for us to kind of set up shop and get our feet feet underneath us. 25 days yeah it's flying by i remember that i remember that point um your wedding day is going to be uh the day will feel long uh the ceremony reception will go by in like a blink of an eye uh you will not it, it will be a blur uh and then you'll get away from everybody and be like just just it'll feel really nice like i'll start to set it and it feels really nice just be like married yeah, I'm very excited. You know, it's obviously kind of a whirlwind right now trying to get the little preparations, the last minute preparation stuff done. But, you know, I'm ready for the wedding day and to be married and, you know, enjoy life. So it's going to be it's going to be it's been a busy, you know, last month or so and going to be a busy next you know little bit. But once I get on the other side of that, I feel like I can finally breathe and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm I'm excited for this <laughs> next chapter for sure. Breathe. <laughs> it feels uh, that, feels that way, at least for now. That's obvious. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we got a lot to talk about in this one. Obviously, there's a lot going on oh, this man. week, and we're, we actually get a busy week here, right as schools uh, getting out, which is pretty nice for us, at least. Have you know, we're not having to reach too much for content in this one. But we're going to start with Oklahoma State baseball. Uh, the Big Twelve tournament starts tomorrow. They're playing TCU. I believe they're the third game of four tomorrow uh, at Chickasaw Breakdown uh-huh. Ballpark. I, if you want to go, you get two games. I believe they're the third game, if I'm not mistaken. You're probably right. I'm pulling it up right now. Sounds good. If you go, it you get two games for fifteen dollars uh, for general admission seating. So if you have the opportunity to go, uh, go ahead. I was planning to until my credential got denied for my scouting website. So that's cool. Lame. Yep, very lame. Uh, but either way, Oklahoma State will be there, and they will be playing. This is a great opportunity for them. It's looking right now like they're going to finish as one of the top 16 teams in the country and will host a regional in Alley P's last year. And there's even an outside chance with a good showing in the Big 12 tournament. They need a few things to fall their way, but there, there's also an outside shot of them getting a top eight seed, which would guarantee them hosting a super should they get out of their regional. So this, there's a lot riding on the Big 12 tournament right now for Oklahoma State. Yeah, it's it's amazing to think we haven't you and I haven't been able to to chat much recently, but I mean, 
before that or after that Texas Tech series where they got swept, it was very much like, man, I think they'll still make a regional. They're going to be a two or a three seed and um, maybe just limp into the postseason. And then you sweep Oregon State, two and one against OU, and win both games against Baylor you get to play. And here you sit. Every prediction site, D1 Baseball is the best one. Baseball America is also really good. Um, there's a there's a really neat baseball podcast called 11.7. Everyone has OSU as a, as a regional host. Whatever happens, even I think of an 0-2 weekend here, they're going to host a regional. Um, it's a top 16 seed. And D1 Baseball really thinks that if OSU can win the Big 12 tournament and, I mean, and go unscathed, They'd need a little bit of help, but they still have a shot and are in the conversation for for being a top eight, which a month ago, if you'd have told me that, I'd have slapped you and just said, get out of here. That's bull hockey. And yet here we are. It's the turnaround this team has made in the last month has been incredibly impressive. No, it's it's been a lot of fun to watch. The pitching has really come on. The bats are still doing the thing. Trevor Boone can't stop hitting home runs. Everyone top to bottom in that lineup is finding they're all finding it at the right time, both on the mound and in the field and, you know, in the batter's box as well. It's been a lot of fun to watch the last few weeks. And a lot of guys not only, you know, we're seeing the production, but they're also recognized by the conference. I'll just go through the list here real quick. Before we go into some, you know, predictions for the Big 12 tournament, uh, for guys that got all conference recognition, Trevor Boone was the only first team all conference guy, but he led the Big 12 in home runs and slugging percentage uh, with 18. He was the only first team guy and then a bunch of second team. Jensen Elliott, pitcher, first baseman Christian Funk, Andrew Navigato, shortstop, really nailed down that position, which has been really, really key for this team out of the leadoff spot. And then Colin Simpson, mainstay in the lineup for four years, second team utility. Peyton Battenfield, been nails out of the bullpen this season. Carson McCusker, probably the most consistent hitter for Oklahoma State all season. He's second team as well. Uh, leading hitter and batting average for Oklahoma State in, in top 10 in the conference in slugging percentage, doubles and triples. Really awesome to see. Ben Leeper and really one of his, he's really found that role. He was kind of a swing man last season after two lost seasons with elbow injuries. Senior year rolls around and he finds a spot in the back end of that bullpen. It has been awesome. Six saves and 23 appearances. Honorable mention. Another honorable mention, Houston Morrell, uh, who has been a mainstay at the top of the lineup this season. And then Brett Stanley, all-freshman team. Uh, really great pitcher, both starting and relieving. Really found a spot on that Saturday start uh, for Oklahoma State this year. And probably rocks the best beard in the conference. So there's a lot of guys on this team that are recognized and deservedly so. And like I said, with the team getting hot right now, this is the right time for it to happen. I, if they were peaking in the middle of April, I would have been really concerned. And I think that's why I've stayed as neutral, you know, when we've talked about the team and their struggles in games sometimes, because I wanted to see what they're going to do at the back end of the season. And they sure as heck are doing it right now. And it's fun to watch. So a couple of notes. Um, you said tomorrow. Technically, those will go up on Wednesday. Big 12 tournament starts today. True. If you're yeah. listening to this day, comes out. Um, yeah, OSU is the night game. They are the 730 games, the last game of the day. Uh, it's um, against TCU. It starts with uh, West Virginia, Kansas, because West Virginia always somehow gets the 9 a.m. game. Uh, Texas Tech, Kansas State at 12:30. Baylor, Oklahoma at four. OSU is in the same bracket with Baylor and Oklahoma, so there's a chance for another Bedlam rematch uh, there in that second round if if OSU and OU both win. Um, I mean, look, the Big 12 tournament is really hard to predict. It is super wacky. Um, 
just it just has been for a while. Get get so I, I would bit back and do a little bit of, of digging. Um, the last six years, the the top seed has only made the final once. That was OSU in 2014, and they lost. Um, I mean, I'm going back all the way to 2011, and it's it's just been it's been weird. Like here here are the 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 seed of the team that won in order the last few years. Um, it was the five seed, the eight seed. That's when OSU was the first eight seed to ever win it in 2016. Uh, the three, the five, the two, the four, the six, and the two. There's no one. Um, it's all over the place. The Big 12 tournament is a wacky one where teams just kind of get on a run and OKC it and, and win it, which I think makes predicting this tournament incredibly difficult, like just so hard. Because, I mean, I think I think back to the last few years where you've kind of gone into it going, okay, this team is hot, and this team is hot, and this team is hot. They're probably going to be the ones that win it. And then someone random does. I mean, think about OSU winning it as the eighth seed. It had never happened before, and they and they did. The Big 12 tournament, for some reason, is just I mean, I can't believe this thing is on Fox Sports Net and Fox Sports College Network because it's so interesting and fun and all over the map, whereas the SEC and the ACC will probably pretty chalk, I, which I don't understand, but I think whatever. Yeah, it'll be definitely interesting to watch. I remember that uh, that when Oklahoma State was the eighth seed in 2017 when they managed to win, uh, they had to sweep OU to even get into the Big 12 tournament and then managed to go in and win it as well to get to a regional. They wouldn't have even got to a regional had they, you know, had they lost, had they ended up losing out and not win the tournament. So No, that postseason streak would have ended, but it's it's kept going. Holiday has not missed the postseason, has not missed a regional since he took over. So full credit to him there. Absolutely. I, all right, man, so let me, let me ask you, because you're the baseball game better than, than I am, and I, I get super into this especially the last like two months of the season, I really get into following and looking at what's going on and seeing how everyone's doing just because it's, I get, I'm a diehard OSU fan. I like watching softball. I like watching baseball. I like watching OSU. Um, I'm not sure who to pick in this final. And I, I and I'll, I'll give you my guess, but I want to know what yours is since you're the baseball guy far more than I am. What is your pick? I don't even really have to tell me the winner. Just who do you see in the finals here? In the finals? I mean, I think Texas Tech has probably been one of the more consistent teams in the Big 12 all season. I really think they're going to be the team that might be there at the end. I think Oklahoma State can get there as well, considering how well that their pitching has done in the last few games. Um, your bats really can carry you in the postseason. Um, you almost prefer that to being, you know, having to deal with one-run games consistently in the postseason. Um, you it can kind of go back and forth. I think Oklahoma State has a good shot, but I just don't know how I feel about the pitching. Sometimes it's off, sometimes it's on. They've been really consistent lately, but that can blow up in one game and in a double elimination tournament, one bad game puts you in the loser's bracket, and then you're you're fighting uphill uh, for the rest of the tournament. So I, I would probably say, I'm actually going to give you a surprise, and I think West Virginia could be a team to look out for as well. Uh, Alex Manoa is a starting pitcher for West Virginia, has played his way into probably a first-round pick this season uh, out of West Virginia been awesome. He punched, I think he punched out like 13 Cowboys when we played them in Morgantown a couple weeks ago. Uh, so he's a guy that, you know, one game, you know, he can probably, he'll, he'll probably throw two games in the tournament. And if they roll him, you know, game one, and then hopefully toward the end, they're definitely a team to watch out for. Okay. Um, 
let me say this on your Texas Tech pick. If I remember the stat correctly, over the last four seasons, Texas Tech has not won more than one game in the Big 12 tournament each year. They just never perform well there. I'm not saying that that means that they won't this year, but Texas Tech's been good the last few years and never performs well in Oklahoma City. So I'm going to say I'm going to I think Kansas State beats or Texas Tech beats Kansas State. But I think they lose out to whoever that West Virginia Kansas loser is. I like West Virginia. Kansas is surprisingly 31 and 24, finished 500 in the Big 12 as the five seed. Like they had to sweep Kansas State to get to the five seed. I know they lost two games at TCU. I, I, since this gets wacky, I really like West Virginia. I think I'm going to pick Kansas to go from the the top part of the bracket with Kansas, West Virginia, Kansas State, and Texas Tech. I'm going to have Kansas in the final against Baylor, who I think is going to be a sneaky, sneaky. If they end up as a two seed in a, in a regional, someone's going to be really unhappy they got stuck with Baylor. And I hope that if AM does get a regional like they think they might and gets like the 16 seed, I hope they get stuck with Baylor as the two seed because that would just, oh, I don't want to face Baylor right now. I know OSU beat them both games. I think Baylor's pretty darn good. Baylor is a very good team. I'm pulling up some stats real quick about TCU because I think you know I I know the guy who's going to throw um, for TCU. Yeah, because TCU won game one of the OSU TCU series, and then OSU won's game one games two and three. I because yeah, it was uh, Ladolo who threw, and that's why. I, which is which makes me nervous about OSU in this first game is facing TCU. Probably they're you're probably going to put your and that's one thing I was I was wondering. Do you put your best pitcher in game one or do you save them for game two? You throw them game one and then you try and get back to them by the championship. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. So it'll probably be Elliott for going for Oklahoma State, and then the guy that I was doing research on is this great radio, um, but Nick <laughs> but Nick Lodolo. Uh, is the he's the, been the Friday starter for TCU this season. Another guy like Alex Manoa is going to be more than likely a first round pick, if not an early second round pick out of TCU. Lefty, six six, nasty curveball, really good fastball, just been fantastic this season. Okay, just from a control perspective, he has 113 strikeouts to 19 walks. Dang, that's, that's dumb. Uh, Dang. But when uh, we played them. Uh, it was the Friday game that we lost and then ended up winning the, the next two. He threw seven innings, gave up scattered six hits, uh, two runs, eight strike uh, eight strikeouts to one walk. Uh, so he really had a good game against us uh, that year so or that game. And I think we lost that game seven to four. So we were able to put a couple runs after he went out. But he we struggled against him a little bit. I would expect that TCU is going to throw him again. Uh, he's thrown a lot this season. He's thrown 91 innings. That's a pretty good workload. Uh, and a pitch count, he was right around. He only had a couple games where he threw less than 90 pitches. So he's had a pretty high workload this year. If fatigue is any factor, then maybe Oklahoma State has a chance. But this dude's been really good all season, and I would expect nothing but the same. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I think OSU and uh, I think OSU loses today, um, and ends up facing OU on Thursday in the losers bracket. Uh, and I think OSU fights their way back up to the semis um, against Baylor. I just I think here again, and not just that it's wild. I think of it this way: last year the five seed won over the six, the the eight seed won over the six, the three won over the four, the five won. Like it's just such a weird tournament. 
Yeah, it's very, very I think very they're due predict, so. for a two-seed winning again. So I'm going to pick Baylor over Kansas, but I'm going to pick OSU loses to TCU, plays OU in the loser's bracket, beats OU again, because <laughs> uh, faces TCU again. In the uh, in in the second the next round of the of the loser bracket and then goes up against Baylor and uh, and loses there but it wins over OU and TCU or um, lost TCU I, I OSU doesn't know keeps their their regional hosting it's probably about the, the the eleven or twelve seed which look if OSU gets to host a regional in the final season of Alley P I don't outside of just winning that regional there's not much more you could ask for. Um, to end that stadium is to get to host a regional, and I, I mean that's just that's just that's a perfect way to end cap, to end cap that stadium is to get Absolutely. one last hosting gig. Yeah, right now the projection, and I put this in Hydrant highlights today. Uh, right now, Oklahoma State's obviously they're right now they have them as the ten seed, uh, ten national seed. D one baseball does playing Wright State the four, and then the two three matchup is Nebraska Missouri, two and three respectively. And I so think OSU played Wright State this season. They, they did. They won two and one against them. Yep. So I, in a one game, I, I feel pretty good about Oklahoma State. And this draw, I think, is going to be. I think that would be really good that Oklahoma State can get out of Missouri. Is going to be tough. They they have some really solid guys on their team. I saw them this weekend when they played Florida. I was in Columbia for that. Um, but th- I think this would be a, that could be a draw that I think Oklahoma State can get out of. Obviously, things can change between now and Selection Sunday. But if that result holds, I feel pretty good about Oklahoma State's chances. Yeah, yeah, that's the D one baseball projection, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find again. Check out this awesome radio. Let's while we're sitting here Google searching things. Um, I'm trying to see if Baseball America has their projections up. I haven't seen it yet. Um, 11.7, which is really fun baseball. Like D1 Baseball is a great site. Their podcast is, yeah. Uh, D1 Baseball, or 11.7's podcast is a riot. Um, but they had, I want to see who they had in the bracket. Again, do-do-do-do, great radio. Um, oh, come on. Tweet too much. Where is it? This is really bad radio. I'm just scrolling through. Ah, okay. So 11.7 has OSU as the 11 seed. Um, they have OSU versus four seed Bryant in the first round, um, and then two seed North Carolina versus three seed Houston. North Carolina worries me in that one. They're consistently a good program. That would be a really tough draw. But I think I think either way, I feel like people are going to show out because they know that's the last guaranteed series at Alley P, like last games in Alley P. I feel like the crowd oh, yeah. will be pretty nice. So that will be – I feel like the crowd can draw Oklahoma State out of that regional pretty well. But I feel better about D1 baseball's projections than Baseball America. <laughs> I am I am trying my hardest to figure out how to be in Stillwater for at least – one of the days next weekend. Like I'm, it's not that I don't have the days, but it's really hard to be like, Hey wife, I know your parents are going to be in Branson. Um, do you mind if I just leave you and the baby by yourself for a couple of days? Would that be cool? Will I go watch college baseball because we're going to see what we can do. Um, I'm excited, man. I'm, it, it's not the level of, of college basketball, like tournament time, but it's a lot of, it, there's similar, like you just have baseball on all day. If you like, 
Oh, and I'm I'm at the point like I'm not the biggest baseball fan. I can have college baseball on the TV at the office all day and be perfectly entertained. Right. And then you get regionals next week. Like it's fun just to have games on during the day. I will take anything that gives me sports during the day at the office. That's why I love soccer. Like give me Bundesliga at two o'clock in the afternoon while I'm supposed to be working. I mean I'm working, but I'm also side eyeing trying to watch me some. Bundesliga soccer in the afternoon because why would I not want to watch that or Champions League or anything? Come on. Exactly. Daytime sports is the best sports. You're, you are Give it all to me. Weekday day game sports. Because oh. I could, you know, just, you know, help us procrastinate our work or try and, you know, pamper our productiveness. That's fine. You think I can't write about ribs and watch sports at the same time? I am a very multi-talented person. There you go. All right. Now, all right, let's move on. This is going to be a long podcast, I have a feeling, but then again, there's enough content. We haven't done one in a while. Who cares? Exactly. People, people need to be, we need to entertain our uh, loyal tens of listeners while we're, uh, while we're in the office. Tens? That's really, it's a really bold prediction, tens. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, well, Oklahoma State Golf did Oklahoma State Golf things again. They won the regional. Hold up, level. hold up, hold up. We've got to do softball next. I thought we were doing golf because that starts Thursday. No, softball starts Thursday. Golf starts Friday. So super regionals for NCAA softball, uh, OSU is in Tallahassee, and they actually get started on Thursday. Let, let, let me redo that little intro. Okay, hold on. Let me let me let me clarify that. I'm gonna I'm like 99% sure. No, you're right because softballs does start on Thursday. They're one of two regionals that starts on Thursday. Yeah, they're not not all of them do, but I thought I saw that they they do they do, they do. and they got moved into the primetime okay. slot at seven. <gasps> you know why? Bat flip you. Yes. Don't cut this. Bat flip you. I'm sorry. If you are not on Twitter and have not seen the video that OSU Softball posted about Samantha Shaw and why OSU should be called Bat flip you, when the NCAA Softball is sharing it, that tells you how awesome it is. Yes. It is awesome. If you look, I get it. If you don't like women's sports, well, screw you. If you don't like softball, Okay, fine. But it's most games are two hours. Uh, I've never seen that many steals in a baseball game as you do in softball, which is awesome. Uh, I think there's more action in softball than baseball. Sorry, Joel. Um, no, you're right. It's it's a faster-paced, more exciting game to me. And those girls are awesome. And Oklahoma State has fun. Like, they are a fun team to watch. And let's not overlook the fact that when Samantha Shaw pimped that freaking piss rocket that she hit, <laughs> she hit that thing onto McElroy. Let's yeah. not overstate how far she hit that ball. That girl, uh, and don't get, like, you see her, you're like, she looks strong. Oh, damn, that girl can hit a ball far. Yeah. Uh, no, and like, that, I, I was driving from Northwest Arkansas, like in Springdale, up to Columbia, doing my scouting stuff. And the entire time, I'm just looking at my phone because I have a podcast going, but I still see the, the notifications. And you and Micah were just giving me the running commentary, and it was fantastic. <laughs> and I, the, the game's on in the middle of the day. I was at work. I was watching it, and we were keeping people updated in Slack chat. I appreciate That's it. what Slack is for. And I appreciated that, because, and it was so funny because you were ahead of Micah most of the time, so you would say yes, something. <laughs> But no, that, that was awesome. And to see them go 3-0, the first time they hosted a regional in over two decades, that's awesome. Yeah, like 1998. And now, yeah, something like that. So it's, yeah, this is really a great step for the program. And now they have an, an opportunity to go and knock off the reigning national champions in Florida State. Uh, this is going to be a really tough challenge. But even if I think Oklahoma State takes it to three games and gives Florida State a run for the, run for their money during the weekend, 
I think that's going to be such a great step for the program in so many ways. Joe, hey, we can hang with the best teams in the country. We are here to stay. And I think that's going to be awesome. It's amazing. I'm going to mispronounce the head coach's last name. Gajewski. Thank you. This is his fourth season. What he has done for OSU softball, because people don't realize OSU softball used to be really good. Like it used to be a really good program. There are some like national U.S. softball players, well, 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 well known from Oklahoma State. I would run down names. I could look them up. I'm just I'm going based off of what I I know. Sorry, I don't remember details. OSU softball used to be really good. Gajewski has gotten this program back to being legit. They're not OU. OU is cream of the crop. Florida State is cream of the crop. The, 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 the top of the top in, in softball is really dang good. OSU is a legit team now. They absolutely are. To be hosting a regional is a big deal. I think they got shafted on their seating. Texas is a nine was a joke. But that's all of that aside. Is it ne- really neither the, here nor there. Yeah, neither here nor there nor anywhere else. Um, but it is huge that OSU – is in this spot. And this team is fun to watch. And they pull these players in. And there's 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 Mont- there's Montgomery, who is a senior who's been here, who's just become better and better and better. There's Shao, who transferred in, who's so much fun to watch, and bat flips like crazy. Like, this is a fun team. They're a good team. This program is moving in the right direction. And this is where I want to do my shout-out to Holder, is I know everybody cares about football and basketball, and that is important, and that is that is great. But OSU's athletic department is so good that we're in softball, baseball, golf season, and OSU is is hosting or is in contention or is playing well in all three sports. Do you know how many schools athletic departments are done right now? Like they're done. Like yeah. they don't. They're they're schools out. Sports is over. We'll see y'all in August. OSU is still going in baseball, softball, and golf. Is has a chance to win golf. Is in a super regional in in softball, and is going to host a regional in baseball. Like that says so much about. I know the football team was down this year, and I know base basketball wasn't enjoyable. But if you're an OSU fan, get on board with this other stuff. It's good. It's yeah. fun to watch. It's fun because they're good. Like if they were all bad, well, I, I get it. It wouldn't be. That we wouldn't but be not talking just are they good. Right they're now. fun. Oh, it's so much. And when they're on TV, just just turn it on. Just put on ESPN. Just put on ESPN2. Just put on Fox Sports, whatever. Just watch. Why not? It's enjoyable. And if you're close to Stillwater, I envy you. If you got to go to the softball regional, I would have loved to have been there for that. If you get to go to the baseball regional next week, and I don't, I will envy you for getting to go to the last regional to ever be hosted in LEP. Like, that is going to be awesome. If you can do these things... Go and do them. Why not? Because you're never going to get another, you know, who knows when next time softball hosts regional. I think they're going to do it pretty consistently, but there will never be another regional hosted in Alley P Stadium. Ever. Ever again. Take advantage of that opportunity. Like, if you can and have the ability to do this stuff, go do it because it's going to be one of those things where you get to say, I was at Alley P the last time they hosted a regional. That's fun to do. That's, That's awesome. And it's just, just be supportive of the fact that OSU is still good in sports, that they're active in these three things right now. Yeah. And like I mentioned, when we were fumbling around trying to go through our transitions for between softball and golf, uh, Oklahoma State and Florida State got moved from the two o'clock time, Eastern time slot to now the seven o'clock time slot. They moved into prime time on Thursday night. 
And I think that's going to be if it's it's on on a Thursday night. Really, what else is on on a Thursday right now? Yeah, there's not six p.m. There, Central there's Time. No Mac ESPN. There's no Mac football. There's no whatever Thursday TNT NBA game. This is going to be on ESPN for everyone to watch. Turn it on and see what this team is about. If nothing else, just you can watch Riley Bayless run around the bases like her hair is on fire because oh, she man. is so fun to watch too. Like. I need one, I need one good home run from Shao, please. And I need a bat flip in Tallahassee. Just be, just, just please. She can throw. Like, I need that. Like I need oxygen. Yes, like I know I need like a home run, the like the top of the seventh to take the lead, and she just throws that shit into the upper deck. I need that. <laughs> if, if you've never gotten to watch OSU softball, now is the time. I know now t- Thursday night, six p.m. Central Time, ESPN. Turn that shit on. <laughs> It's going to be two hours. What else do you have to go on? Like, yeah. I'm going to be bouncing my baby on my knee with my wife staring at me like, why are we watching softball, college softball, you old man? And I'm going to be like, I don't care. Leave me alone. This is what I'm doing tonight. And it's going to be awesome. I don't care if they lose. I don't know how well they do. I don't have high hopes from them getting out of the Super Regional. That's not a knock on OSU. Florida State's just that good. But they're in this spot. Just... Just watch. Give, just check in. Flip over every once in a while. Like, oh, it's commercial break from NCIS. Let me go ahead and flip over and check on how the girls are doing. Like, it's cool. Just do it. I think it's wild. Two years in a row, it feels like they've gotten the short end of the stick on Supers. They were they played Florida last year, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Two years in a row. All right. Well, hopefully that changes next year. Hopefully they're hosting a Super next year. We don't have to deal with this. Yeah. They're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to do better during the season of getting some some marquee wins when they oper- right. have the opportunity to do so. But they've got to get some teams to come to Stillwater. I think that's the big thing. Is if they can get the the Ole Misses and the Arizonas of the world to come to Stillwater instead of them having to go to all these tournaments to play everybody, I think that would make a big difference for them. And I would love to see that. I think I think fans enough fans care about softball at this point that if you said, "Hey, we've got Florida State in, or we've got Florida, or we've got Ole Miss." Or we've got Arizona here in Stillwater this weekend for a three-game series. I bet you anything fans would show up. No doubt. Yeah, it's it's a definitely a you know start of really a giant turnaround for the program, and this is a great another great step in what Kenny Gajewski's done with the program here in his fourth year at Oklahoma State. I can only imagine how good they're going to be next year moving forward if he stays at the helm. Uh, before we move on to golf, winning the uh, their regional at Louisville, moving into the championships. Uh, this weekend, we will be back after a word from our sponsors. And now we're back. And as I thought about, thought we were going to talk about about 10 minutes ago, now Oklahoma State Golf, they won the re- their uh, regional in Louisville over last weekend, uh, came back and had a fantastic day on Saturday as Auburn completely like fell all over themselves. And the man, Oklahoma State managed to win. And it, this stat is still just absurd to me, and I love everything about it. This is the 72nd time that Oklahoma State is going to the national championship in the 73-year history of the program. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just dumb? <laughs> like, See, everyone knows OSU dominates at wrestling. I don't think people realize how good OSU is at golf because there were like Yale or Harvard won all the titles back in the day because – you know, it was yelling. Ivy, Ivy League. Yeah, it's golf, and it's not a knock on golf. Like it's, yeah. it is what it is. Look, Ben Hogan Award goes to Victor Hovland. 
which is awesome. Shout out to Twitterless uh, Victor. Twitterless Victor, which is can we just talk about the whoever is running OSU social media these days is killing it. Yes. That running joke is great. The 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 quality of content they're putting out of the softball Twitter account on social media right now is awesome. That that bat flip U video. Like, that was awesome. Whoever's running Oklahoma State social media, props, pat on the back, applause. If you want to come on the show, we'd love to talk with you because I just want to know the the process that goes into this stuff because you guys are absolutely killing it. Because that Twitterless Victor joke cracks me up every time I see it. But OSU Golf. Number one team in the country has been all year. Expected to to, to repeat. Um, didn't look like they were going to win that regional, and they did. And they extended their uh, their lead of regional wins. I think Texas also won there, so it stayed within like six. But think about that: the next closest team is six wins behind Oklahoma State. Yeah, it's That's it's insane, ridiculous. Yeah, obviously I'm looking on the final day. Oklahoma State shot seven under, finished fourteen under, and Auburn finished five over. You know, they we, at one point I think they were even close to almost like eight over. So it was a complete tale of two days between Oklahoma State and Auburn. They were both at the top pretty consistently, and Oklahoma State had found a way to turn it on. You know, toward the end there, and found a way to win once again. This team is just they're they're awesome, and they are going to have a good chance to repeat as national champions again uh, this weekend here in Arkansas. Yeah, I'm a little annoyed. It's Tuesday night. They still haven't released tea times yet. Like, this thing starts Friday. Yeah. Give me my tea times. I am going on Saturday. My dad and I, uh, we are the wife and the daughter. And I are headed to Owasso where my folks are. Um, and dad and I are going to get up at the ass crack of dawn on Saturday. Uh, depending upon what time. Uh, around 2. And uh, go follow them around for the day. Because... It's in Arkansas. Why would I not? Why would I not do that? It's right here, just like I did a day in Stillwater last year. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I'm also a weirdly pumped that Arkansas somehow shat the bed and did not advance out of the Austin Regional. So the home team won't be playing, which I feel bad for them for not. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It, but also, that was just one of those wild card things of the last thing you want is the, the host team to be there because you know OSU won there, is Oregon won there. It's just let's get that out of the way. Even though the field this year. Is good. Yes. Like, last year, I think two of the top ten teams didn't make it to the to the championship. All of them did. All of the top ten, all top ten ranked teams may are going to be in Fayetteville. Um, it's going to be really gnarly. Arizona State's really good. Georgia Tech is good. Um, there's some really good teams that are going to be there um, in Fayetteville. Uh, OSU is the favorite. I'm a little worried about the back end of the of the five man lineup. I'm not sure it's as strong as it was last year. The top is strong, and I think OSU makes it to the top eight, advances to match play. Like I, I don't, I can't foresee OSU not making it to match I play. Agree. Match play scares scares me. Um, really, it does. But I'm OSU's going to be in it. I'm pumped. I hope they repeat. I have a heart. Man, picking match play. Is so hard. Like picking a winner because of match play is so different. We had the the golf podcast, the, our last episode, um, with Brantley, and I uh, even he was like, "Man, it's I, I think OSU, but I could pick some other teams just because match play is so weird." Right. And I think OSU should win it, 
But I think Georgia Tech's really good. I think Arizona State's got a couple guys that are really like there are other teams that have two really strong guys. And sometimes it all comes down to that, you know, that fifth match. And I think I'm not sure OSU on the back end is as good as they were last year. So it's gonna be really interesting to watch. But I would be shocked if they don't make match play. Shocked if they don't make match play. That'd be probably one of the biggest upsets if you want to call it that of the year. I don't know how you count upsets in golf, but I feel like that would constitute some kind of aspect of that nature. I don't really know. I don't know. I know I like golf. I, I enjoy watching Oklahoma State, you know, play. I don't know enough really enough about sports to really comment too much on it other than that I know they're really good and I really think they have a good chance to repeat. And I'm gonna leave my analysis there. Oh, look, I'm I'm no golf expert to say. Okay. I just I, I I mean, what else am I gonna do? Like the Thunder were out of the playoffs early. I, NFL. I like. I'm gonna follow all this stuff. Um, I think OSU. As, I'm like. I just. I just needed. I need tea times. Give me tea times. Like I gotta plan a trip to to Fayetteville from Tulsa. It's like a two hour drive. I need. I need to plan this. So let's go. For sure. Let's go. Give me tea times. I want to know. I want to know what time they're teeing off on Saturday, so I can. I can be there. Definitely. Do you have any final thoughts here? I don't. I don't know what else we we're going to talk about with golf. Um. Yeah. One quick note. <clears throat> uh, so this is going to come out on Wednesday. Um, check out Friday's episode of the Ten Twelve Podcast. We are going to be discussing this uh, Fox Sports decision that Fox is going to save their marquee college football game every Saturday for the 11 a.m. spot. Um, and I love it. I think it's great. I have no problem with it. The only people who are going to be mad about it are guys who are like, but I can't get drunk in time for an 11 a.m. kickoff. That's disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. If you think it's disrespectful, you're stupid. I'll tell you why. You can listen to the podcast on Friday. And if it's because you can't get drunk in time, drink faster, baby. Take the nipple off the bottle and chug. Let's say, you sure you can. You just got to start drinking at like 7 in the morning, but you can definitely get there. Anyone that says they can't get drunk. 7 in the morning, if you can't get drunk by 11 starting at 8 o'clock, you also how to drink, sir. Also fair. But yeah, you can definitely get there. You just got to start early, and you can't drink all day unless you start in the morning. So put down your three-two Miller Lite, and pick up some bourbon. <laughs> also, hey, just put some of that in your coffee. That'll that'll wake you up a little bit, <laughs> and put a little bit of hair on your chest. I don't know how you start Saturdays, but that's how I do it during football season. Eh, that's fair. So I will shamelessly plug my uh, my other work as well. So this Friday over at my uh, Royals site, Royals Farm Report. Uh, follow the site on Friday. We have an ebook coming out with the top 80 draft prospects for the Major League Baseball first year player draft. We wrote a little scattering, couple hundred uh, word scattering reports on each of those guys, plus a mid our mid season Royals top 75 prospects and a recap of previous year's draft, all for the low price of three dollars. So if you're interested, is in there that any OSU com- guys in it? No. Now, now if you actually if you look at the. Uh, there, there's only one prospect in the Royal system that went to Oklahoma State, Jonathan Heasley, and I believe we have him in the top 30. So he's moved his way up pretty quickly from, I don't even think we had him ranked in the midseason, or the preseason, maybe in the 60s. So he's working his way up quickly. Unfortunately, there are no guys in the top 80 uh, because we have because there's so many high school guys in there too. It kind of dilutes a lot of the college guys in there. Fair enough. But like I said, $3. If you're interested, go follow Royals Farm Report at Royals Farm or go to RoyalsFarmReport.com. 
and we will uh, you will see it there, and you'll be able to purchase it and get uh, read up there on not only the royal system, but who's who the royals might take at number two uh, in this year's draft and beyond because there are forty rounds of the major league baseball draft. <gasps> <laughs> Now, after the first round, they, they only televise the first round. After that, it moves really quickly. I tell you how much people care. Literally, the NFL draft is seven rounds in the last three days. MLB draft is like, first round's done. Everyone go home. <laughs> you see how they go first round and then the – or maybe it's the first two rounds. But yeah, they don't televise too much. And then after that, it's pick after pick after pick after pick because there's 40 rounds. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. It used to be longer. They actually shortened it. Well, how nice of them. <laughs> Back about, I think I think they shortened it to 40, like five or six years ago. It used to be around 50 or 55. But hey, baseball's the no, best. thank you. Baseball's the best, and you can't tell me otherwise. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Philip, where can everyone follow you on Twitter? Uh, you can follow me at OKTXARPoke. Um, if you, like I said, I'll be at the golf tournament on Saturday. So if you want to follow me for updates, I will tweet while I'm out there. Uh, what all is going down? So you can follow me at OKTXAR Poke and, uh, and get updates about OSU. All right, you can follow me at JT Penfield. Be sure to follow the main site at Cowboys RFF. And we will talk to you guys after this weekend, a busy weekend for Oklahoma State. And I'm sure we're going to have lots to talk about on the next episode. Damn straight. Have a good one, everyone.